Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director of Meetings Today. Um, and joining us today is Stephanie Glanzer, Chief Sales Officer and Senior Vice President for MGM Resorts International. Thanks for joining us uh, today, Stephanie. Thank you for having me, Tyler. And um, I know we, we've talked in the past about a lot of things, but uh, it's safe to say everything has changed everywhere in the last month um, in Vegas and everywhere else. Um, how are you guys adapting to this, I guess, new normal right now with the uh, COVID-19 virus? Yes, uh, I guess a, a whole new world is an understatement and kind of similar how I can't look in my crystal glass of what's going to happen a week from now, whoever would have thought that we would have been in this position uh, 30 days ago. But I will tell you that as a company and as an organization, um, we are trying to and have tried to stay uh, as proactive as possible when it comes to things like guest and employee safety um, and how we're handling our sales operations. And I say that because, you know, we made a proactive decision to close our properties uh, prior to the state shutdown. That was a decision that senior leadership made uh, for a number of reasons. And then obviously, you know, the, the rest of the city and the state followed a couple days behind. Um, and, and at that time, we made the decision from a sales standpoint to make sure that we still had a full sales, convention services and catering um, operation working remotely out of everyone's home. So within a matter of days, I have had every global sales and property sales person, as well as CS and catering, um, set up from their homes. It's amazing what you need, what you can do when you have to do it quickly. Um, and we are running day-to-day -day operations from responding to RFPs, moving and shifting groups, uh, to helping those that are planning their future year business. So uh, again, trying to be as proactive as possible. And I guess I, I should preface this, too, by saying uh, as we're taping this, it is um, April 2nd, 2020. Um, so uh, just so everyone knows that in case they're listening to it a month from now and uh, all your properties are open and uh, hopefully in a, in a month or two, no one, like you said, in the, no one has a crystal ball to predict this. Uh, but it's nice to hear that you guys are really on top of the situation. And I think from what I hear from a lot of our meeting planner readers is um, that, you know, once everything does get back to normal, they do want to be assured that a, the ramp up uh, period to servicing their events will be as seamless as possible. And it really sounds like MGM Resorts International has taken that into account. Yes. Uh, again, not just in, you know, the, the planning and, and uh, preparation, but also we understand that we're entering sort of a whole new world when we, when we relaunch and ramp up. And we have a number of different task force uh, being put together of what, what does that look like? What are the different internal processes and policies that will be followed, uh, whether it comes to uh, the cleanliness, sanitation, and safety of our guests? as well as, quite frankly, how meeting spaces are set. So those are things that we are already talking about, uh, sort of in the T-minus uh, phrase, uh, yeah. when we open. But yes, it, it will be a whole new world that we're, we're preparing for. And let's transition to, uh, you know, when I'm covering this, one thing that is really amazing to me and kind of heartening is that, you know, in this, this terrible time where we're all trying to navigate this crisis, 
there's so many people that have been furloughed or have lost their jobs in all aspects of the industry. And I'm really trying to get those stories out there of folks like you um, and planners, suppliers, everyone kind of chipping in uh, for charitable efforts. And you guys have an employee emergency fund set up. And why, why don't you tell people what that is? Sure. Um, yeah, something that I am very proud of and love to speak about. And, I, you know, before I get into the details of today, I, I think it's important to know that, one, we have always had an MGM Resorts Foundation um, where the majority of our employees, whether it is small or large donations, make a, a, a donation to every single year. So that is something that has always existed. And again, proud that, you know, we were, again, set up to be able to help those in need for a time like now. The other thing, Tyler, and you've heard me say this, is as a organization that does a lot of things, we were already preparing for 2020 to be the year of focus on what matters. And, you know, everybody knows that we in Las Vegas and, and every uh, hospitality company can do amazing things and wow events. But it's important to us right now to be able to tell the story about those people that execute those events or what we do for the community, what the employees of MGM Resorts do for the community, our CSR initiatives um, and everything around that. So it is ironic timing that we're dealing with this again in a year that it was something that we need to tell that story of more deeply um, and, uh, and, and again, tell the story of MGM Resorts. So with that, to answer your question, we, uh, over the past uh, 10 days, have done a number of things to help those in the community and specifically those that have been laid off or furloughed within MGM Resorts. Uh, there was an immediate decision to take $1 million out of our employee foundation and put towards an employee relief fund, uh, again, for those that needed the help and can apply through the company to get assistance. On top of that $1 million, uh, Bruno Mars, who is one of our resident entertainers, immediately offered another $1 million. And wow. on top of that, the estate of Kurt Kikorian, uh, who, uh, again, was, as everybody knows, the, the uh, majority shareholder uh, initially of MGM Resorts, uh, his estate donated another $2 million. So within a matter of days, obviously, a very large uh, amount to help those of the company. Since that time, uh, we are continuing to get executive donations from all of our leadership team, uh, as well as a number of other local uh, supporters. So very, very humbling. But as, as you add all the numbers up that I just said, completely will go to help those employees of MGM Resorts that need the assistance right now. And that, that's a really great story. I'm, I'm so glad you're sharing that. And one thing I've noticed, uh, you know, having covered hospitality industry for, for so long um, in, and through all the different Facebook groups and really just seeing people's stories, you know, especially in the hotel industry is just seeing everyone pull together and how it's really a tight knit community. And I, I'm sure that's the same way you feel also. It, it is. I will tell you that I, I we as a Las Vegas community, we're, we're, we've always been a small niche group. <laughs> and yeah. even though we're friendly competitors, we are friends and we do work together. And I will tell you that during the past few weeks, we are actually communicating um, and talking uh, more than we ever have. Just again, from a united front on behalf of the city of Las Vegas, from a meetings and industry standpoint, when you are you know, the number one destination for this uh, segment, 
we need to make sure that we're united and stick together and helping each other. So I couldn't agree with you more. And what are you seeing on the ground there um, in general with perhaps uh, business rebooking um, and then at, at MGM properties also? Um, I mean, everyone wants to know, uh, everyone wants to see this sort of turn in a hopefully in a more positive direction. Are you seeing people rebook? We are. Um, so a, a couple things, yes, a, a couple things on dates and the rebooking process for us is, when we uh, closed our properties and initially were opening the middle of April, we made the decision to actually not take group business until the middle of May uh, for a number of reasons, as, as I mentioned, from uh, abundance of, of caution, aligning with CDC guidelines, uh, and being able to truly service these groups as they deserve to be. Um, and I will tell you that the rebooking process, like I mentioned, is I am so proud of our sales teams and our leaders and our managers for working with every single group on A, is there an opportunity to postpone, reschedule, get them back, whether that is coming three, four, five, six months from their originally scheduled date, or making sure that we are um, earning their business for future years. Or if they are unable to rebook, again, still making sure that we're in contact with those groups that had every intention and good faith of coming to us uh, in the month of March or April and due to the circumstances can't. So um, our mission right now as an organization is really just to be in contact communication to see how we can help our customers. As far as rebooking, yes, the majority of our business, I'm proud to say, is postponing for those that are able. The larger groups are really looking anywhere from um, August and beyond. I, I just had a large group reschedule for the last week of August right now, which is a great sign. Um, believe it or not, and, and I shouldn't say believe it or not, again, it's hard for us to look in our crystal ball, but we still have groups that have every intention of trying to come in June right now um, and groups that are still scheduled for May that are going through that decision process. So I think that the postponing, cancellation, timing of, um, of re-booking of re, uh, is really dependent on the size of the group, the type of the group, the segment of the group, how they're being impacted by this time. And again, our process is really just to how do we get every single piece of business back in the future. And do you have any tips for meeting planners who are um, just in this process right now, especially if, you know, they decided we do have to postpone uh, when they yeah. talk to someone like you or your, or your sales team? What are concerns they should have, uh, questions they should ask? What sort of advice do you have for them? Well, I think that, you know, no matter what we have, there has to be some flexibility. If you can imagine our Q3 and Q4 were extremely busy as it was. Mm -hmm. And now we're trying to put in uh, a lot of business that wanted to postpone and reschedule. And I think that um, the flexibility of well, whether it be pattern, space, uh, any of those things, I think that that is first and foremost. Uh, we are fortunate to have our internal MGM event production, which is able to help groups if we need to uh, repurpose a room or do a unique different setup from what their originally planned program was. We are trying every which way possible to make the business work. So I think that's the first thing is understanding the flexibility. And I think the second thing is, 
face-to-face meetings is always our priority. And our mission is to get back as much meat business as we can. And I think as an industry, we absolutely will come back. However, we understand that for the short term, there is going to be uh, less attendance and people may not feel comfortable traveling right away. So what I am asking and what we're working with our planners on is how do we help those solutions uh, you know, through, again, we have the capabilities through our own uh, MGM event productions, uh, through Encore Technologies and other areas to be able to virtually host and, and uh, send these meetings to attendees that may not come. One great example of that is at Park MGM, as, as you know, and, and, we've, and we've told the story about, is we have the ideation and the Cisco uh, learning uh, capabilities to, again, be able to host meetings and, uh, and, and use that technology. So now more than ever, talking about solutions we have for groups that still will host their meeting, but may have less people come, and, and we understand that. And it really sounds like, of course, you know, MGM has their act together and uh, will be ready to kind of go full steam when all this is over. Um, but, you know, in a general sense, what should meeting planners be asking facilities um, in really in terms of making sure that they're ready to handle their groups, um, you know, and to kind of take care of all any of those loose ends? Because there's going to be uh, there's a lot of people furloughed or laid off throughout the industry. How can they make sure that they're going to get the level of service that uh, they deserve for their meeting? And what questions should they ask? I think exactly with uh, uh, some of the things that you just said on ensuring that whatever is was is important to their group, whether it is using food and beverage outlets, whether it's just having the meeting space available, whether it is having entertainment available, is making sure that that property will be fully up and running in order to accommodate those needs. And you know, look, when you have properties of these sizes all throughout the country that right now are dark and there is nothing going on, we, it doesn't just happen overnight that the lights get turned on and every single thing is full. So I think that making sure specific to the needs of the group that the hotel is able to accommodate those needs understanding that the hotels may not be fully functioning. And quite honestly, if it's an area that doesn't impact the group, understanding what these properties are going through. I think also working with the properties on what is expected from an attendance standpoint. Uh, and, and I mentioned it before that every type of group is a little bit unique and different. And if you're an industry or a company that has been more or less impacted, understanding that your attendance may be less or more. So working with the hotel ahead of time to be able to say, even though this was my initially contracted numbers and we moved uh, dates, how do we, uh, how do we work together to, to lessen the risk and prepare for that fallout? The, the one thing that I will say is I, am, I love to, to talk contracts and I love educating and teaching and negotiating contracts. And the one thing about contracts is usually um, there is a, a black and white answer in most cases. And this is a time that as an industry, I think we have to understand that, you know, is there a date right now that we can say this falls under force majeure or this doesn't? Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I don't know that in today's world we have that answer. And I think this is really about how do we work together as an industry to not set a standard that it's okay to cancel every single group through a certain date. 
It really has to be a we what truly falls under making it impossible or illegal versus partnering with a hotel as a business decision on when it is possible to have that program. Uh, so again, we're, we're in a little bit of a world that there is not exact clarity so, to some decisions and to some dates. And I think it's really important that planners and, par- and hotels work together uh, to, to make sure that they have to share the burden and share the risk. The hotels obviously are just as impacted or, or more impacted in some cases um, as everybody. So it's about making sure that we understand what each other's risk and burden is. And I, you know, and I think it's kind of the the old saw that this is a relationship business, and uh, you know, you're looking at the long term. And there's a lot of these groups that uh, maybe coming back year after year or want to book something three, five, ten years out. So. I think, as you said, it's important on both sides to really, especially in these times, to partner together and be understanding of everyone's needs and concerns. I I absolutely agree. Um, And and I said this in the beginning, but I couldn't be more proud of our sales organization and sales teams that are asking the questions, taking the the long term uh, into consideration, because really for us, that's that's what it's all about. We're not going to uh, give up a a long-term opportunity um, in order to deal with a situation that's happening now. So that's not to say that, again, we still have to run a business, but it is to say that we're going to make decisions on how do we get every piece of business back in the future and, again, be a company that people want to partner and work with. Well, great. Well, thanks for joining us today, Stephanie. Thank you so much, Tyler. And thanks for for all you do. Yeah, and I was thanks gonna... for all you do for sharing the news uh, for us and the rest of the the uh, hospitality and meetings industry. And then thank you guys too for taking care of your employees and all the generosity and uh, helping everyone uh, weather through this unprecedented time. So thank um, you, thank you. Uh, that was uh, Stephanie Glanzer, Chief Sales Officer and Senior Vice President of MGM Resorts International. And uh, thank you also for joining us today for this meetings today podcast feel free to head on over to meetingstoday.com where we have a number of podcasts with industry thought leaders on a variety of subjects including um, the managing the coronavirus crisis which is what everyone is talking about at the moment now so thanks for joining us and have a great rest of the day